When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are back with another Tomlin Tuesday. That's right. Steelers are heading into week 12. Oh, they're playing the Bengals. There's not really a lot going on. No, there's a ton going on. You probably already heard Jeff Hartman on the Breaking News podcast. I was driving. I was so bummed that I couldn't do that one. Um, that it was the Steelers made a change. They made a change. They made a necessary change. They have relieved Matt Canada of his offensive coordinator duties. And that was obviously talked about. This press conference was, I'm going to say it was a little bit wild and crazy, especially early on. My goodness, the reporters trying to talk over each other to get to their questions and everything. It was so fast and so furious. I did my best to to, to to write everything that I could. So I skipped over some stuff that might not have been important. I hope that it wasn't a problem. But let's get to it. So here, let, let's hear it. Coach Thomas steps up. And what does he say? Good afternoon. And then he says, all right, I made a change with the coordinator. Um, that, uh, my goodness, this is so crazy, everything that was going on. Um, trying to even read my writing because it was just there's a lot. So I'm gonna try to get through this. He says that um that that you that to make that change, sometimes you just have to absorb and protect, um, is the one of the words that he used there. And he said um that he had a lot of respect for Matt Canada. Um, you know what? That's I'm gonna point this out myself. That's like the first compliment I've heard him give of Matt Canada this season. He has not said things like that at all. 
that I can recall. Maybe if someone can find one, you can point it out to me because I can't remember it. But he said that. He says this was not an easy move, but it was a necessary move. Um, and he's now excited about how the other coaches can evolve with this situation. And he stated, although Jerry Dulock tried to report otherwise, all the reports that were out there otherwise were were correct. And Coach Chauvin confirmed. Eddie Faulkner, the running back coach, is now the offensive coordinator. And quarterback coach Mike Sullivan will be doing the play calling. From my own, just given my own little input here, I love the idea of doing this. Coach Tomlin was asked why he split up the responsibilities, and he said why later. He's exactly right. Uh, why why burden one person with everything? Um, but we'll, we'll get to that later when Coach Tomlin was asked that question in the second half. Um, he said he talked to the staff about everything. He's excited to meet with the players tomorrow to outline the plan moving forward. So he says, now back to our regular order of things. He talked about the last game, um, about the Browns. He said kudos to them. He said that after the game. And, and I mean, now that we're further removed from the game, I have to admit, I mean, the Browns defense came to play. And they did something that Coach Tomlin said here that's very true. He said they didn't expose their quarterback to negativity. They really kept – you know, they, they kept him in winnable situations. Um, and that was something that was, a, that was a really good thing to do. And what's funny is this had nothing to do with everything Coach Tomlin talked about with the coordinator before, but it did. Because even with the Steelers, with Kenny Pickett being a second year, you know what he was dealing with a lot? Negativity. I mean, my goodness – you know, the, the Steelers were right there at field goal range. And what did they do? Run negative plays. Run it, run exactly what the defense was expecting and lose five yards. Things like that. That kind of stuff. Um, you know, the, the Steelers weren't doing that. The the Browns outlined to, for the Steelers what they need to do. And the Steelers weren't doing it. So um, that's not Coach Sean Pocket. That was me saying based on what he said about the Browns how they can apply it to themselves. Um, he said their defense got after it. We all saw that that happened. He said it was a hostile environment. It's what they expected. But as someone pointed out, this was really their first hostile environment this season. Everywhere else, Steelers fans were taking over stadiums. Um, but he said, bottom line is, they must perform better. That the Steelers must perform better. You know, he's not running from it. Another thing he brought up, I, I made note of, because it was so important. He said, the first time they played, the Steelers controlled the field position battle with, with excellent punting. This time, they controlled it. They, they won the punt game, and, and, uh, and, and they, they won that battle that way. Injuries. Coach Tomlin <coughs> mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick. He says he's working hard uh, to get back to it this week, and he said the same for Montrevious Adams. Other than that, it's just typical bumps and bruises. Obviously, he's not saying anything about Elijah Riley. He was put on IR yesterday, so he's not on the 53. There was no reason for Coach Tomlin to bring him up. All right, then he went on to Cincinnati. He says, you got to respect the jungle, meaning playing in their venue. Um, he's, he started off with their defense. said, you know, they're a quality defensive group, a lot of homegrown guys. Um, he talked about the playmaking inside linebackers, 55 and 57. I'm pretty sure that that's Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt, if I have those numbers correct. Uh, hopefully I do. Um, he says that they're number one in turnover ratio. I'll have to check on that, Coach, because you might be it. I know going into last week, you and you and the Bengals were both plus 10, and I don't remember what they did on Thursday night. I don't know that they were plus. The Steelers were plus one. So, But they're both teams that, you know, they, they create – Takeaways, they don't turn it over a bunch. 
All right. When he talked about the offense, he's like, you know, they're they're trans they're dealing with transitional things with no Joe Burrow. Um, he said that uh, you got to respect Joe Mixon, and he's guessing that he's going to get a significant workload this week with their new situation. That is very true, Coach. You got to plan for that because honestly, if I was the Bengals, that's what I would do. Um, said and he also mentioned this, which is really true. Awesome collective of receivers. Yeah. On my own personal note. The Browns were, are a team that's built better to deal with the loss of quarterback than the Bengals, in my opinion, because of how good the Bengals quarterback was. So they're, they were less quarterback-driven. The Steelers really are taking on a quarterback-driven team that's now without their quarterback, and it, it's going to kind of be an unknown. All right, so because Coach Tomlin said, you know, this is AFC North football. We don't run from it. We run to it, blah, blah, blah. Then the questions came. So let's – Check out these questions. We're going to take a quick break, come back, see if we can get these questions for Coach Tomlin. Stick around. We'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steelers fans, let's do this. Wow. Like I said, there were so many questions coming fast, furious, fast, furious. And I really couldn't even get them all. It was it, it it was insane, but part of it was so fast. There they finally got a few questions that the coach Tomlin then expanded on, but he had a lot of quick answers, quick answers, quick quick answers. There was a question. It was it was from Jerry Dulac. Mike Pursuta was asking the question. They were both talking. I couldn't even hear Dulac's question, honestly. But bottom line is what I gathered from the question was he listed a bunch of stuff and he's like, "Why? Why make this move now?" And Coach Tomlin said a few things, but here's the quote. Here's the quote. This is this is true. Um, some people might have said, you know, Coach, this is where you were earlier, but you didn't see it then. But there's more to that from our from sources we have inside the Steelers that that this wasn't this was something that Tomlin it had to push Tomlin to a breaking point in order for him to actually but make this move. And he talked about later about this was his move, but he doesn't do anything without permission from the owner. And I don't think he got permission from the owner until he had to go. Pretty, you know, he had to really, really push the issue because in, in, in order to finally get this to happen. So uh, for those that are thinking, oh, well, finally, Art 2 stepped in. No, Art Art 2 finally caved. He finally caved and let Tomlin do what he wanted to do, which from what we understand, uh, he wanted to do before the season started. But OK, let's get back to this. Uh, the question of why he says, you know, when you're there, that was the quote from Coach Tomlin. You know, when you're there, that you had to do something. Um, then the, we finally got the, the question from, from Pursuta that was asked, is Kenny Pickett still the starter? Yes. Okay. Was asked some stuff about, you know, how did he do this? He's like, I'm keeping that between us. There was another thing in there that was really good that I couldn't get down. Um, asked if he looked to the out, if they were considering outside possibilities for this position. And he's like, not, it's not considered realistically at this time. You know, does that mean not for the rest of the season? Does that mean not for this week? Take them. He just said realistically it wasn't considered at this time. I know there's a report out there that some of the owners, uh, you know, minority owners are meeting today to figure out what they should be doing moving forward. I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know about any of that. Um, so he was asked, um, what can change on the offense other than just the plays that are being called? You know, and he's like, um, he's like, I could get into that, but why would I? I'm going to hold my cards close to the vest. Um, meaning, he, why, why tell us? I think we'll see some differences, you know, and we're going to talk about tonight, that tonight on the Scobro Show. So if you're listening to this now, make sure you, you catch the audio when it comes out late tonight, or if you can even join us live on, on YouTube around 9 p.m., uh, where we're going to talk about some of those things. Um, let's see, where where are we? Uh, he was asked about what does he want to see from this offense? Great two-word answer, more points. <laughs> Love it, Coach. Was asked about dividing it up. That I, I teased this in the first half. Talk about it more. He's like, both of these coaches still have other responsibilities. Eddie Faulkner's still the running back coach. Mike Sullivan's still the quarterback coach. You want to take stuff like that and dump everything on one person, what about that position group? I love this move. I love this move. You develop a plan. You come up with a plan. You work together for it because the feeling we were getting from our sources is that it was Matt Canada versus everybody else. Coaches, all the coaches, other players are on one side. Matt Canada, he didn't want to have, didn't, he was kind of his own thing. Didn't really want to, he wanted to do what he wanted to do, regardless of what else was happening. So the, I, I, I kind of like this work together, get the plan, coordinate the plan together, Coach Faulkner. And then Sullivan, who has the best, <laughs> the best relationship with Kenny Pickett, he's the one that's actually going to tell him the plays that they're running. Um, and when it says calling plays, whether everyone has input, all, even Coach Tom has input on what play is going to get run, but it's actually making the call with the with uh, uh, personnel, formation, all those things. That's just, just going to go in there. We're going to have to see how this works. I'm excited for it, but there might be some growing pains as well. That's me saying this, not Coach Tom. Now, let's get back to what he was asked. Um, he was like, uh, is there a possibility for this beyond this year? He's like, I'm worried about playing the Bengals this week. Good answer, Coach. Um, was asked if um, if the player frustration with things was a variable. Um, and Coach Tom said, I gave my statement. I know you all were looking for your pound of flesh. I'm not going to give it to you. I gave my statement. Um, asked if he had uh, how he told the locker room, and he said, I hadn't. I hadn't told the locker room. He hadn't told the locker room. Um, because this happened today, and it's a player's day off. Um, was asked about a developmental issue with KP8 um, with, with, with things, and he's like, there's, he, he's like, that there's not enough um, continuity. There was a, something in there that he said that I, I, I can't get the first part of his answer that I'm trying to figure out here. But something that he said in there that was a really great statement. He says, we're still having some September issues, and we're in November football. I'll say that again. We're still having some September issues while we're in November football. And that's a great point, that these are things that should have been fixed and moved past forever ago, and they weren't. So I go back to what Jeff Hartman said on Let's Ride Monday. Hey. If you want to know what you really have in Kenny Pickett, get him away from Matt Canada for the rest of the season. Never thought they would listen. Never thought they would do what Jeff said. He didn't expect them to do it. He just said it was time to do that. And you know what? It was. I still can't believe they did it. Uh, it's not what I expected, but boy, is it what I wanted. Um, uh, then someone then turned around and asked, well, how did the players found out? And Tom said, probably from you guys, because you know they're not at the facility today. 
um, was asked whose call it was. And Coach Tomlin said, it's mine and mine alone. Now, I agree with him. It's not like he had to ask the rest of the offensive staff and the players everything. But it's he said his alone. He's right, but there's with the caveat that nothing happened to the organization without, without team president slash owner signing off on it. Remember that. Uh, let's see. Back to where we are. Um, uh, the challenge of of a of a of, of a quarterback dealing with a new coordinator midseason. And Mike Tom's like, this is the first time I've dealt with this. We're going to see how you know. How do I answer that question? I've never had a coordinator in mid a new coordinator mid midseason. So um, was asked just about some general stuff with with uh, with Coach Faulkner. This is where he got off to talking some more, and and it was felt more like a normal press conference. He said that, you know, he's a steady voice and a calm demeanor. He's done a great job with that room. He's just, he, he talked about, Coach Tomlin talked about when he became a defensive coordinator, he was still the same kind of coach that he was as a position coach. When he became a head coach, he was still the same kind of coach he was as a coordinator, which was the same kind of coach that he was as a position coach. So you see him as a position coach and how he is. And, and, and that's, it's just something that you see that, that you can take faith in. Uh, let's see. Then he was asked a similar question about Coach Sullivan. He says um, he's a good communicator. That's very key. Highly organized. You know what? Check. Love hearing that. The person that's going to be calling your plays is highly organized because you don't have a lot of time to do it. And he says this, which is very important. Remember, he believes he's been an interim play caller before. That sounds like a nice combination of what Coach Tomlin said there about Coach Sullivan going forward. Was asked about the biggest crux when it came to everything. Was given an example, asked how much that came in. He said the biggest crux, results. Results. It all comes down to results. We're under results-oriented business. I th- he gave his he gave his line again. He's like football, like like footballers are business, business. something about with the football business and winning is or yeah, that that whole thing. Um, was asked um, if the final seven games are critical of Kenny. And he's like, this week, this week. He's worried about Kenny this week, not the final seven games. And then gave a great line, another great Tomlinism. i got to see if I can pull this audio and get it ready for tonight on the Scobro. As he said, we're dealing with this week. We're not urinating on the five. <laughs> So this is another urinating reference before he said he didn't urinate down his leg when he talked about, um, oh, was it Jalen Warren? Well, yeah, Jalen Warren last year, I think it was. But he's like, we're not urinating on the fire. In other words, he's saying, he's, he's saying for those of you that might not camp or do campfires or anything, what do you do at the end of the, of the, at, at the, end of the night or whatever when, when you're done with the fire? You've got to put it out. A lot of times, you know, if you got a water hose or something, you put it out or it goes out on its own. But being a dude, and, and I have to admit, I've done this before. You need to put out the fire. Nature calls. It just makes sense to do it. That's how you put out the fire. So that's what he said. We're not urinating on the fire, meaning we're not done. We're not done. Um, they said, what's the, what, what does he want to, what's he looking for from Kenny this week? He's like, I'm looking to win. Okay. Was asked about the defensive players and things about, and, and, and them and dealing with this situation and the offense, all that. He's like the biggest thing to take away from the defensive players. He's like, they care. They don't seek comfort. They don't place blame. They shut their mouth and go back to work. 
as they should. And I don't commend them for that because that's what they should be doing anyway. Great job. That's, to me, he didn't say great job. I'm saying great job. That's Coach Tallman's way of really complimenting a group, saying they're doing what they're supposed to do, so I don't even have to say it to them. Was asked about because some people mentioned, I think it was TJ Watt, saying about, hey, they're quick passing so much, everything. Was asked about how do you combat that so you can actually get to the quarterback because that's what was going on in Cleveland. They were passing so fast you couldn't get the pressure on them. Steelers have done that in the past as well on offense. But Coach Tomlin said, he's like, if they're doing that, it's tough It's tough for them to score as well. It's You, you, you aren't pushing the ball far down the field when you do the quick passes. So you have to maintain a drive. There's so many plays you have to do in a row in order to score and all that stuff. So that was his whole idea. It's like, if you run quick passes, if they're going to quick pass, that just means they're not pushing the ball down the field. And then that allows um, our, our you know, pass defense to then do their job. Um, was asked about Miles, you know, what, you know, bringing back Miles Jack to the practice squad. And he's like, um, he's experienced, but he's in the practice squad. I'm not going to say much more. Was asked about, uh, Trenton Thompson and how he did with everything on Sunday. And he also brought up uh, Michael Walker with this. He said that they communicated well, especially after the first few series. So it took him a little bit to get going, but they got going. Uh, was asked about if Minka had a setback. Um, he didn't like the way the, the, the person asked the question because the, the way they phrased the question was, you seem really optimistic about Minka coming back against against Green Bay and he didn't practice and then he didn't practice last week. And, and did he have a setback or is it, or why are you so optimistic now? And he's just like, you know, it, it is what it is. It's not like he had a setback. It just, that's just what it was. Was asked about a Landon Roberts. Um, he said it was, um, you know, he, he answered the call, communicated well, stepped up with the way they needed him to. And this was, it was technically the next to the last question, but the last question was just kind of blah. But he was Coach Tomlin was asked about not taking the field goal when they when they had a very long field goal, and it would have been about a fifty nine or sixty yarder, depending on how far they spotted the ball. It would have been kind of right around there. Um, Coach Tomlin said we played the field position game, and it worked. We got the ball back. It's because if you miss that field goal, they're getting the ball at midfield. They're getting the ball at midfield. And Coach Tomlin says, you know what? Let's put him deep and hold him and get the ball back. And they did. But then the offense didn't do anything. So he didn't, he didn't say that. I did. So what, what their plan was in that, in, the, in that situation, pin them deep, limit what they can do, make them punt, get the ball back. They did. It just didn't work out beyond there. Wow. I don't know about the rest of Steelers Nation. Things just feel different now. I mean, I had a whole idea for the show tonight for Scobro Show. Now it's completely changed. I mean, I'll probably talk about what the idea was because now things are a little bit different. The Steelers are entering a stretch right now where they have a number of winnable games. They really do. So it, it's kind of sad every time the Steelers lose, there are so many Steelers fans who are like throwing the towel, the season's over. I mean, with every loss, they're still six and four. But what they've done now, and remember, they weren't even favored to win that game. But what the Steelers have done now, kind of like last year, your margin for error is smaller. So you look at the next five games, the Steelers now have to win. You know, last year they were in a situation, they basically got to win all of them. Now the Steelers, they, I don't even know if three is good enough. I, I think they need to win four out of the next five in order to really make some noise. But hey, this is what they're prepping for. We'll see how long it takes them to quote unquote, get warmed up to things offensively. I'm just hoping 
that Cincinnati goes out there and they don't know what's coming. That's the biggest key, to go out there and don't know what's coming. And I don't think they can because it's new. If the Seahawks come out and do the exact same thing but just a different voice that's on the microphone, then it's pointless because Cincinnati will then know what's coming. So I, I like this different element. It, it can be exciting. Change can be exciting, but now we have to see if it's effective. Make sure you're checking out all our shows. We're going to have a slight adjustment because of Thanksgiving when it comes to when the live shows are. I hopefully will have that exact announcement tonight on the Scobro show um, to, to see. Other than that, we should be rolling through this week. Woo, yeah, it's exciting. We'll see how it is when it comes to playing on Sunday. But I've, I've got a little bit more hope now. I, I'm I'm not expecting to turn on my TV just to see the same thing. At least I'll see something a little bit different, and that's just kind of nice. When what it when the part of the game that was so frustrating could now be different. So, all right, this is how we're gonna close up. As I always say, to finish these out, go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.